everybody welcome back to the 956 abv podcast yo what is up everybody welcome back to another episode Ooh, episode 164 once again we are at the motherfucking landmark on tower the home of the 956 abv podcast hell yeah man you can catch us here mostly every week i mean i'm pretty sure we'll be doing some on the road podcast yeah and yeah. stuff like that but uh for every the most thursday part, you can catch us here if you want to come and stop in and uh have say a little what's up chat yeah hell yeah or watch us do our thing yeah maybe we can do uh give us a little sucker sucker uh, hey especially if you got a bussy hey. Just like last episode. <laughs> nah, but um, welcome back for another week. Um, we already introduced Landmark on Tower, where friends become family. Go ahead and hit them up. They got pizza galore. They got food trucks. They got events going down mostly every day. They're open. Every, oh, from Wednesday into the weekend. They are closed Monday and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I think they open Wednesday, and then they're open into the weekend. They got Thursday night football. All that kind of shit if you're into oh, yeah. that jockey stuff. And then they got live events. The to stay up coming, to date bro. on their uh, stuff, just follow them on Facebook and Instagram. And, oh, yeah, uh, man. You know, we always put the links in the descriptions and on screen, too. So check that out. And also, I want to give a big shout out to Kings Inc. Out of Far Texas, hit up the homie Baby Gator Tattoos. A.K.A. Joe, if you want to get some badass ink, man, here in the Valley, some of the best work down here, bro. Fuck yeah, you can follow him on Instagram as well. We'll put his little handle right here. Oh, yeah, man. Baby Gator. He's going to be making some, this is exclusive news, but he's going to be making some Baby baby Gator toys. So that's going to be fucking fire to check out. Oh, yeah, man. And uh, let's give a big shout out to motherfucking Nature's Joint. Ooh, that's fire. Out of Elsa, Texas, man. Go ahead and hit them up for all your CBD premium products. And the teas, the coffees, anything you need, man, they got you. And uh, just make sure that, you know, you follow them as well on Facebook and Instagram, all that kind of good stuff. Follow everyone, man. Yeah, Yeah, so um, hit them up. Yeah, we'll have everything in in the links as we always do. All the the links in the descriptions and stuffs. And let's give a shout out to Liquor 101. Liquor 101, man. They're one of our newest sponsors. Uh, They're going to be hooking us up with some beers for the episodes. Alcoholic and non-alcoholic, man. So that's going to be pretty dope. And they have three locations. So if you want to go find some dope-ass beer, some spirits, some wine, all that stuff, go ahead and hit them up. They got one in Alamo, in Far. And in Harlingen, Texas, for all the Harlingen peeps on that side yeah, of the man, valley. That's uh, that's so far, man. So it's cool that they're <laughs> like branched out like everywhere. So no matter what part of the valley you're in, you'll find a liquor 101, man. And it's always dope. They always got a good selection. So make sure you check them out. Hell yeah, man. And let's welcome today's guest, the mystical. The <laughs> I, I started making <laughs> <a> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, but welcome. 
audio engineer Juan Sevilla hey, to the podcast, up, man. What's right, up, dude. broski? Thank you for having me, man. Hell yeah, man. It's been a it's been a while since we kicked it since that Andy Palooza. Yeah, man. Yeah. So yeah, that, man, awesome. thanks for coming for sure. to that too, man. Yeah, that man, was fucking course. dope, bro. Yeah. But that's the last time I, I caught up with you, bro. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, dude. So how's dude, how's everything, man? I know you're you're here for a while because you've been you've been you travel like all year, right? For your job? Yeah, so I am a like production manager, promoter rep for like a a company that like books tours and like comedy shows and like music shows. So like I'm pretty much gone like almost every weekend. That's dope, man. And what yeah. is it exactly that you do? So basically pretty much um it all starts with like uh the booking, like they book the show. Then uh we have someone that like assigns it to like a rep or and a production manager. So like once I get like my show assigned or tour string of shows or whatever then um i basically like talk to the tour see what they want see what the needs are you know for the show and then i'm pretty much the middleman between the tour and the venue so okay. like so like i advance That's the shows dude. with like the venue um i reach out to them like uh, a month out 30 days out like you know hop on a call give them all the details and then typically we'll like follow up like you know a week out or whatever just to confirm everything button everything up and yeah, and then do and the dude, show. So you play an important role in what you do, bro. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, how long? How long have you been doing that, man? Uh, I've been at my current job and position since February, so like going on a year. Um, that, but like my first like job like at a venue was an arena in Beaumont, um, oh, and that was like in um, 2017. Damn, so, so is that where you're from originally? No, like, I'm up? from here. I'm from San Benito. Hey, okay. yeah. shout out Sam hey, Benny. Sam Benny. What, yeah. what, uh, what class are you from, man? What year did you graduate? Uh, 2012. Oh, shit. You were a baby. Yeah. Well, I just turned 30, so I'm not that young. Hey, but, he joined yeah. the 30 club. Yeah, bro. man. Your class yeah. of 2012, you just turned 30. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, right. That means for something us, about right? that sounds <laughs> just weird. I know, bro. I graduated I 05, bro. I know. Yeah. I'm going through denial right now. I don't want to believe that I'm 30, but I am. Oh, dude. man. You're, I'm old you're, as shit. You're fucking young. Bro, if you're yeah, turn yeah, 30, yeah. I'm 37, dog. Try that one <laughs> yeah. on. That sucks. It's better than 47, man. <laughs> nah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, shout, yeah, out to the, shout out to the 40 It's year better old. than 67. <laughs> yeah. I just keep Shout out to 40 plus, dog. Oh, wait. man. Shout out to Rock and Roll James. <laughs> that guy doesn't even look his age either, bro. Hell nah, man. He's uh, he's he's doing something right, dude. That's bro. like a that whole guy aged backwards, bro. Dude. Like, yeah, a whole bunch of people, bro, are now like fucking, like you know who I saw was forty seven years old. Uh, what the fuck is her name? How am I gonna forget her name? Rachel McAdams. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong who's, one. Uh, who's uh, Rachel McAdams? Rachel McAdams is 47, bro. Rachel McAdams. One of the mean that? girls. Like the main oh, mean girl from the yeah. movie Mean Girls. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, she was probably like 30 when she made that movie or She's something. The one yeah. in, <laughs> what? She's yeah, the one in, in Hot Chick, right? Uh, with, yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. With Deuce Bigelow. Deuce Bigelow. Uh, yeah, Metal uh, Rob Gigolo. Schneider. Yeah, yeah Rob Schneider's the shit, bro. I like that. the first... The dude. animal, I remember. Oh, the animal, yeah, fucking dude, animal. bro, that's cool. And then you too. watch it now, and you're like, dude, this is so ridiculous. But dude, that's what like, I, goes, I fucking dude. said. I told that to Oscar the other day. I was like, bro, that movie's kind of crazy. Now that you think <laughs> yeah, about it, yeah. he turned into a, like a high schooler. Yeah. And, oh, that's pretty. Well, which one? Oh, you're talking about hot chick. Yeah, you're talking about. Oh, I'm talking all the. Man, I got my Rob Schneider movies. Yeah, you know? just, you're just a pervert, dog. <laughs> no, you got your you got your mind in the Epstein world. Oh over here. shit! 
Uh, yeah. Andy, Andy's wanting to go back to high school. You've been reading the docs that I'm, just dropped and stuff, all the, those documents and shit. Man, I, 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 I want them? somebody to like just compress them and like give make, us the cliff notes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like just yeah. give us the good stuff, man. Yeah. Are you into that shit? Like, nah, like I haven't been following up with nobody. Nah, I don't give a shit because yeah. it's like, what can I do about it? You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, it's like I mean, I'm into the whole thing is so shady. You know, already like the whole story behind it. It's like. You know, dude got caught, convicted, you know, went to jail, then mysteriously, like, killed himself. Kills himself. There's no yeah. footage, even though there's a camera in the cell. You he know had to I mean? have but been like, killed, The though, camera right? just so happened. For sure. I mean. For sure. I mean, right? that's, that's a conspiracy, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that he For got sure. killed and not, like, that's didn't why hang I, himself. I mean, I dig into it a little bit. Like, I did go down a rabbit hole a couple nights ago. And I was just watching a bunch of different TikToks. Like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to see what the island looked like. And then uh, somebody actually, like... Infiltrated I've, yeah. the I've island, seen, like seen, the uh, dude recording himself, where yeah. he gets in, and and the crazy part is like you see that big temple, right? The one mm-hmm. with the blue and white stripes, and then there's a, that big door. It's not even a real door; it's just painted, bro. Like, I haven't even seen pictures of the island or like, anything like fuck? that, yeah. dude. It's weird. How do you get it's in there? Weird. Then? It's weird because I was there as a kid, bro. I know, <laughs> <laughs> dude. So, I have memories of that. So I, I went down a rabbit hole, right? And y'all know the island boys, yeah. right? Yeah, y'all yeah, have yeah, to yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So there's a conspiracy. Shout out to <laughs> yeah, there's a conspiracy, dude. Like, because there's a picture of of Epstein with uh, Epstein, 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 whatever, man, Steinstein. Fucking Jew, right? He's probably a Jew. <laughs> well, the, there's a picture with him and like three boys, and like two of those kids. Apparently, it's the Island Boys, and then they put like a current picture next to that one, and mm. it looks like them. And then they're playing the song in the background, their song, and they're like putting caption, like captioning the lyrics. So Who it makes knows, you man. think, man, because the lyrics are, "I'm an Island Boy." I'm just trying to make it. And I'm just like, oh, maybe that's how they came up on this money, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a wild conspiracy right there. It's, hey. it's wild, but it's you not never too know, far. Bro. It's not you too far fetched, bro. It's, it's really not far fetched. It's like we know man. nothing in this world, bro. The There's island like boys are somehow entangled in the whole Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> they're crazy, I mean, bro. Maybe that's, yeah. so wild. maybe that's why they're so weird, though, because they got like fucked. As little little boys, maybe. Yeah, I mean they they, they do Epstein. they do act like fucking like those child stars and stuff, you know. But yeah, and, and it's like, who the fuck are you guys? Like, where'd you come from? Like, why do you have all this money? Make a hit song, visit the island. You good, bro? <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't call that a hit. It's not even a song. It was just like a chant, really. Yeah. Like, oh. it took over the internet for a little bit, man. And then they started making out, and it just kind of died down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of weird, man. So, so you're barely thirty. I I feel like there has to be like a big difference from like when we were growing up in our twenties. Like we had MySpace and shit. Like, did you get to experience MySpace? Yeah, MySpace? yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, that was like middle school, early high like school, the end of it or some oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, no. Like I remember, like dude, you can like custom like your whole background. Yeah, you had put, put in all the codes, yeah, all and the stuff. codes. You'd go to other sites and copy and paste the codes. Dude, like, we were get, becoming like, like fucking like coders and shit. Yeah, bro. Dude, we didn't dude, even dude. know it. I know, stuff. dude. Yeah, but that's really that's how like yeah, yeah. That was pretty. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Now I can't dude. do none of that shit. Yeah, bro. it was like so custom. You know what I mean? You can customize everything on your like profile, which was dope. But um, yeah, so I caught like like MySpace and like early Facebook. I remember when Facebook was like only for college kids. Like I remember yeah. like my older cousins like having like that Facebook. Crazy, and I was like, oh, that's bro. for like the older people. And then finally like or like because uh, it was like Facebook and MySpace at the same time for a little bit. And then finally it was just like 
MySpace kind of just went away. And then it was just everyone just had a Facebook. Yeah. Have you ever like gone back to see like what it looks like and how it is? Like, no, I, I, I did was that honestly a while think, ago. And, I was and thinking it looked, about it's that. Kind of weird. It, right? it, yeah, you can't go back and see what your old profile. I forgot my like. shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even remember my logins or anything. I want to go about. back and and wish. I wish I can like put all the songs I had in like my top five or top ten Dude, like in yeah. a playlist. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I like I don't, yeah I don't remember what songs those yeah, they were, fucking, but like back in to go back and have that like you know little playlist of like what you liked as a kid. I, I used to have like a lot of dope hip hop man like mm-hmm. and then like underground artists too and yeah. it's hard to remember anything anymore because yeah. like I've tried to like search the lyrics on Google or YouTube can't find them man so it's like yeah. fuck man I go to MySpace and you can't find them there either yeah. like I know I know for sure I had like a rich boy uh, throw some D's on them oh hell yeah oh, sure. that was the first ringtone I ever throw bought throw some D's dude. on them like I, that's the first ringtone I ever like spent money I was like dude I gotta buy it I gotta buy I need to ringtone. spend money <laughs> I need to give them my rich 129 but like even yeah, like buying dude, ringtones, you know what I mean? Like that was like a whole thing. And that like was phone a whole cases. Thing, dude. And like I, dude, like I would. Phone, like, yeah, I, I spent a, a couple of dollars on some ringtones, bro, <laughs> for sure. For my friends, I would put different ringtones. Yeah. And shit, you know, I don't think I ever bought ringtones. Man. I did, bro. I, I would like my. I always had cheap phones, <laughs> and, and I would like record the song and just kind of like play back like 30 seconds of it. And I'm yeah. just like, that's how I would. Jack. <laughs> I, would I always had Pocket or or I think Cricket. Also, I don't know what was. I think. I think those were the only ones because cricket. It the, took a while. There to was come one down before here. cricket. I can't remember the name. It was pocket. Was it pocket? It was like an orange themed logo type of thing. Yeah, I, for sure. Now, it, now it's all T-Mobile. Yeah, the first phone. The first one I ever got, I was like in sixth or seventh grade, and it was from Target. That came like pack prepackaged. Oh, like you like had to buy a card and put minutes yeah. on the card. You the know what I mean? Sure, for sure. Yeah, dude, the that was like phones, my, yeah, that was, dude, that was the my burner phones. Hell but yeah. a lot of people had those back then. You know what I mean? Now they're burners, but like even like oh yeah, no. yeah, yeah, people yeah. still buy them, dude. Yeah. You got two phones on you. Okay, One's yeah. a burner, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. What's for the Sancho <laughs> or the Sancho? Like, nah, it's a, it's a company. It's a company phone. It's a company phone. Yeah, dude. But um, how did you get interested in like? audio bro like like ever since you were young did you like audio yeah i've always been like into music and like stuff like that and you know like the arts and things like that and uh it just uh started with like i was in uh i used to like freestyle with my friends like in high school and then like i don't like having freestyle in a long time but like uh, it's rare you know what i mean but uh until now check it out but um, it all started from there. It's like, dude, we should like record ourselves. And then we started like, uh, I started doing research. It's like, okay, well, we, there's this guy who has a studio that charges like 30 bucks an hour. So we can only go there like, you know, a few times before it's like, you know, I can just save up, you know, a couple hundred dollars and like yeah. buy the equipment to do it and just do it at home off of my computer. And that's really, and then you started and that's getting really, interested in and it that's more. when I really like got into it. And then I was like, oh shit, like audio is like photography, but for like sound. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like really like, yeah. When I got I mean? more into video editing as of recent, I, it's, it's like you're mapping a beat, bro. You know, like yeah. the video editing yeah. and stuff. So it kind of yeah. came easy to me, bro. Like yeah. the transition from yeah. making beats and shit in a program to, to editing video. It's kind of like easier, I guess, for someone that. Yeah, had that yeah, it's knowledge. all like really like you can kind of like compare it like you know kind of easy like a microphone is like your lens, you yeah. know what I mean, and you know so on and so forth. Yeah, for sure, dude. And so you just uh, you got interested in, in buying stuff 
to start recording your homies and shit and then would that, you make beats too like or nah i didn't start making beats till like later oh, like you know what i mean so like you, i had already produce a little bit yeah yeah Fuck yeah, yeah for sure but like um yeah i i at first i really just wanted to learn about like recording and like because i really fell in love with like the whole process behind it like oh there's this part of like the industry that i i never knew or like thought of you know what i mean and it like really just like kind of like opened my eyes at that point and then i just recorded my friends through like high school you know like a couple years after high school and then i went to a school in um in arizona that's like based on like audio and like you know live like you know live sound and like audio recording but they also like show you like anything like audio related you can do so we did like broadcast or like post-production and like other things like that. oh okay so you were learning that's cool the whole so then like you shit. you did what most like producers do but like backwards because most producers get into beat making some of them freestyling first before even beat making and then they learn the like audio engineering and all yeah that, and the mastering and all that shit yeah yeah that's for cool sure. man. yeah yeah i guess you can look at it like that it's like yeah i kind of yeah started backwards like i really did wasn't really really focused on like making beats i just wanted to like record my friends at that point like i wasn't even recording myself it was just like became like, how, I, how can i record my friends and then like make it sound better you know what i mean and where or would just, you get your beats from in those days? Like, would you just like, oh, like buy you, them on YouTube? YouTube like, or a lot. Um, we would get them a lot from Bandcamp. Oh, uh, back yeah. in the Bandcamp. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bandcamp would. Yeah. That's where we would get a lot of like the beats back then. That's cool, man. Yeah. And was it like, uh, like boom bop or boom, like, you know, like that style? Like, was it uh, the boom baps? Yeah. Boom baps, like Southern, like, you know what I mean? Kind of like rap stuff. And it came, it started as like recording my friends and then like slowly like transitions to like recording other people. You know what I mean? And that's kind of how it like kind of grew from there. But yeah. So like, that's how I know, like, like Zella Mata or like hey. Alex. Like, yeah, like I go back with him. Big shout out to Zella, know, man. And like we are our French, our French is hard. Like we're both from San Benet. We both skateboard. And then it was like, oh shit, he like, like you know, music. So then like that's how we linked up. Hell yeah, and, like, dude. I, I, I was able him. to go visit you guys at that studio you had at, at your house. Yeah. You, are you still there at that house? Nah, or? I'm in oh. Harlingen now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Fucking. Yeah. Hey, well, let's get into a cerveza, man. I got these. Samuel Adam Cold Snap White Ales, bro. Oh, yeah. I've never had a white ale before. Shit. Have you had so. a black one? Hey. No. Nah. <laughs> and what did you pick up today, broski? Uh, I'm sipping a cold brew, doggy. Dude, it's crazy because I, sh- I sent you a picture of, of my Dutch Bros cup, and you sent me one back, and I didn't even know you were getting that shit. Yeah. Doggy. Oh, cheers. I already took a drink. Sorry. Oh, it's all good, bro. Cheers, guys. Cheers, man. This is good, dude. Samuel Adams White Ale, bro. Cold Snap White. I wonder what the Cold Snap means. Who the fuck knows? Cold Snap. Oh, it probably tells you right here. Unfiltered and lively, this crisp white ale gets a kick from a bright blend of smooth spring spices. Uh, It's just marketing. Yeah. They just put Cold (laughs) Snap on there. It sounds cool. People will buy it. All right. Shout out to Samuel Adams, man. Good BS. Dude, they got some NA Samuel Adams too. Yeah, I had the IPA. It's fucking oh, good. Oh, shit. Oh, they have an IPA like non alcoholic? Oh, yeah, dude. There's yeah, like dude. a whole. Dude, Walmart like, has like a whole. Non alcoholic, there's like a whole bunch of just. Like anything that you can find that has alcohol, they have the non alcoholic version. <laughs> Even yeah. like whiskeys and shit. I'm just like, oh, I don't know about that, man. Like, yeah. You know, but beer, I actually genuinely liked 
the taste of different beers, whiskey, mm-hmm. like liquors and shit. I only drank those to get fucked up, yeah, you know, straight yeah, up, for man. Sure. Like, yeah. I mean, beer too, yeah. but Have I actually you tried the- also liked how they mm-hmm. taste. I'm not no. going to drink a non-alcoholic whiskey on the rocks because I like how it tastes because I really don't. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, like, okay. That's what I was about to ask. I don't think anybody really sure. does. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, nobody <laughs> likes how liquor tastes. Dog, it that's why I use, I use, I use and, fucking, I use Dr. Pepper. I use, I can't drink whiskey straight, bro. I mean, yeah. I can, but I have to force myself. Yeah, I rarely drink alcohol because, like, I don't really like the taste. Like, I had a phase with Fireball, and now it's like it's, I've had so much Fireball that, like, I was like, uh, no. I had a bad it's night. It's like almost like candy, you know? It's like <laughs> so sweet. You don't taste alcohol. I had such a bad night on Fireball. Like, I fucking never drink that shit again. <laughs> yeah, bro. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people have that, you know, have <laughs> Dude, a, like crazy, a similar story. Crazy shit. Fireball, man. Yeah. I remember when that shit came out. My homeboy, like, he bought the handle. That we killed that shit and and I hate cinnamon, bro. Like, but I was just like, it was something new and we were just fucking it up, bro. Mm-hmm. And man, we used to like kill that shit, dude. dude now they, they sell, sell fireball. Yeah, I was about at to the say drive-throughs, but it's they they had to mark they like the wording is made sure that it's not liquor. Somebody tried to like sue them because they were like, oh, it's not really liquor. But if you read the fine print, it says it's it's like a it's like a wine based type of you know liquor or drink or yeah. whatever yeah because there's yeah. different rules with wine based liquors and regular liquors right yeah for sure like i think uh here at the landmark they sell some wine based liquors yeah yeah sure. like i mean because liquor license is it costs more and i i i don't know really all the deets, shit behind it yeah, yeah but but uh it, it is more of a stress to like get rather than just like getting your beer and wine and that's why a lot of places they'll have like margaritas and shit but they don't actually have real liquor it's just like a wine based type of shit and i mean they're fucking good though i mean they'll fuck you up they're not as strong but they'll fuck you up they they do the job fuck it man dude but when did uh when did you get your first gig where you were gonna leave out of town bro or did you get like a first gig in town like here in the valley or nah so basically um from the time i like graduated like high school and like was really like recording my friends to like i went to school in arizona when did you end up going to the school that was like so i graduated in 2012 and i went in like 2014 and like like march of like 20 yeah i basically just like worked at lowe's and like saved up money and then like we're like like you were like oh i'm gonna enroll in this or i'm gonna try to enroll yeah yeah i'm gonna enroll like well i had already gotten accepted like out of like out of like high school or like in high school no shit. but then like some other things like like happened like in my life that like i had to move to houston and things like that for a little while so i was in houston i actually graduated high school in like katy texas so then like after oh, like i graduated, graduated high school in katy yeah and That's then crazy. i moved back down like this summer like after i graduated so then like i was here for a little bit saved up money worked at lowe's and then transferred with lowe's over there and like i worked at lowe's and like while you were and, going to yeah while i was going there? to school so yeah, did they take crazy. you in like with a scholarship or because I know nah. uh, the homeboy G Ritmo went to the Art Institute up in Austin. You know G and it's fucking expensive. Yeah, I met him at Andy Palooza. Oh, okay. Yeah. For sure. Like I know those schools are really pricey, but I don't know how they work. Like, do they you know do it's they kinda like it was like a tra- it, no, it was like a trade school. So I got like financial aid and like you know what I mean? That paid for like most of it. So then like I had the job to like pay for rent. You know what I mean? And it was like the school has a deal with like certain apartment complex where they give you like a discounted rate because you're a student. So like for me, I think it was like it was like literally like 500 bucks a month for rent. And like that included like rent and light. The only thing you pay for is like water. Yeah, that's pretty good. man. Yeah, that is pretty good. 
Yeah. So out there in Arizona, you said? In Phoenix, yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. So I was out there for like you a year. You were up there when Oscar was up over there, man. Yeah, um, so I was there 2014, 2015. And then in 20, so like part of the school is like you, you do the whole like school training, like uh, they break it up in like weeks, you know what I mean? And then like once you're done with that, you have to do like an internship and you have to like accumulate so many like internship hours in order to like complete the whole program. So what did so, you do for internship? I moved to Nashville. Oh, no oh, shit. Yeah. Damn. yeah, I moved to Nashville and like I interned like at a studio out there in Nashville. And, like damn. I was there for like a, like I, it was I was done with the internship in like two months, but I ended up staying there like eight months. You know what I mean? And then finally they're like, Dude, we can't like you're going <laughs> to, we can't keep like having you here for free, you know, for free labor or whatever. There wasn't a position open of it, you know, unfortunately. So how uh, did, like, how did that go in Nashville? Like what did you end up doing? Like you were just like re re like recording out there? No, no, it was like, so I went to like a, a commercial studio where it was like they're working on like major label like stuff and it's like like a-list artists and you're i was there as like a runner you know what i mean was so it like, like, con like country artists up yeah there? big I'm country assuming, right? like a lot of like r&b like right, even like nashville. non non-country you know artists like a lot of people go to nashville to record to right music. yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. it's the only one of the only towns that had like or it still has like a union for their session musicians you know oh, what i mean cool. So it's like a it's like a whole thing over there. Like you can do an album in Nashville with session guys in like you know two days. You know what I mean? Like if they have all the notes and stuff like that. So uh, I got to like witness that process. So like I basically entered at the studio. You basically like clean up after the sessions. Uh, you set the rooms up for the sessions that are coming in. So you set all the mics and stuff like that. Like they do all the placement, but like you get everything in the room yeah, and like sure. patched in. And then there's you have like a team of other interns, you know what I mean? And then there's like a night manager who's like in charge of you guys. Okay. So like you kind of just set that's, the rooms up. That's pretty cool up. though. Just like, like learning at a studio, like learning, yeah. seeing other artists. Yeah. You like know, you, did, you, you know, I did everything from, you know, you stock the fridge, clean the toilets and, you know, set up the mics. You go on runs, go pick up lunch or dinner for, you know, the guys. But then at the same time, like, you know, if you get in good with the guys are like, Hey, sit, sit. Would you want to like sit in on the session? So it's like then you're in a room with like, you know, while the whole process is happening. You know what I mean? So that's, that's cool, cool man. And did, what were like some of the first because I'm assuming in this career of yours, you've you've had to have met a lot of like pimp, like, you know, popular people. Right. Like some. Pretty yeah, famous people. I've been in the room with a lot of famous people. But like at, at this point and like like when you're an intern or like when I was, I, I guess, like at that point in my career, it was more so like if I'm in the room, I'm a fly on the wall. And I'm just kind of like absorbing everything that's happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have You don't want to be like in the way of everything. Yeah, I have nothing you know? to do with what's going on. You know yeah. what I mean? I just like got the approval to sit in and be a part of like just be in just the room. Like, you know what I mean? Like take it in. Exactly. Just like knowledge of, of what goes on in yeah. the studio and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just like stayed quiet. And, and like, like legit know? studios, I'm guessing like. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Like top So, so how about a little name drop, man? Let's see. Like, oh, ooh. so the studio is Blackbird uh, Studio. So it's owned by Martina McBride and John McBride. So I was there. That's for, for a few cool, months so dude. it's like a-list yeah it's like while i was there like uh yellow wolf was in and out of there Ooh. um anthony hamilton was there a bunch <laughs> while i was Damn. there um uh a bunch of other, tim mcgraw was there for a little bit hey how um, about john party <laughs> no i don't think he was like at that level yet yeah. but like yeah so it was just a like lot of people tapes. just like coming in and out like a lot of people you've never even heard of yeah, don't yeah. Know, you know I what i mean so sure. writers and producers and like other engineers and stuff like that like the ghost writers yeah manny fresh one time i helped, hey. him, like, I helped him take his stuff to the studio he's like oh man you got the bag with the drugs and i was like oh that's cool that's fine with me you know what i mean like <laughs> 
I'd That's gladly cool, take this to the room. So yeah, right. I might get lost on the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking yeah. fire, man. Yeah, man. That is cool, dude. So you did that for you stayed there for eight months. Just yeah, stayed doing, there. For, like, I, I probably that? yeah, I stayed at interning there for eight months, and then I stayed in Nashville a little bit longer, like probably closer to a year. And did you have to, to go back to out. Arizona or no, after you were no, done? Yeah, already? yeah, I was already done. Yeah, so I stayed out there for a little bit longer just to try and like figure something out make something happen and then like kind of at that point i kind of just like ran out of money you know what i mean and like ran out of like kind of like help or whatever so i was like fuck it i'm just gonna come back to the valley you know what i mean so i came back you know in like 20 the end of like 2015 so up in nashville were you still at lowe's or like what were you doing no at that point i wasn't at lowe's like i quit lowe's a little bit before i finished school in arizona yeah because i was i was kind of like stubborn in terms of like um, if I'm in Nashville, like, I just want to focus on this. I don't want to get another job to have a distraction, you know, yeah. in hindsight, I probably could have gotten like a part-time job or something to, and kind of you like, you could have been selling work. that bussy, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That too, you know? So, <laughs> so, but I was like, kind of like stubborn at that point, you know, I was like, no, this is all I want to do. And that's it. And I don't want to like have to like, uh, like compromise and get like, you know, a job that's going to distract me from yeah, doing this. Sure. You know what I mean? I mean, that's good too. I mean, in yeah. a way you're, you're just fucking focused on that shit you know that's yeah. cool man because it, yeah. it, that's like hard to do especially i mean growing up down here because this is where i was raised but it's hard to like have a dream and stick to it because you got your relatives giving you all this like unsolicited advice like i didn't ask for your opinion bro like yeah like you know growing up i would have my dad like oh like you, yeah. you need to go to school and focus yeah. in school because you know guitar's not gonna pay it off you mm-hmm. know or like music like you need to have something to fall back on and <clears throat> excuse me but like it's cool like that you stuck to it bro yeah like, did you have that support from from your family or were they kind of like hey, no it was kind of like um it was kind of it was mainly I got that like sort of stuff from like my grandfather. You okay. know what I mean? He was like, no, like you know what I mean. He would just always, yeah, ask a bunch of questions <laughs> and things like that. And be like, no, nah, well, you gotta do this and you gotta, you know what I mean. But at the end of the day, whenever I needed help, like you know, or I felt like on hard times and like needed help financially, he was always there. That's you good. know what I mean. So like he would give me shit, but like at the end of the day, like he would always like back like me up. Like he's there to, to yeah, help you, you know out. What I mean, you yeah, know? yeah. Yeah, That's he's always going to help me out, but it's going to come with, like, you know, I'm always going to have to take uh, the shit. Yeah, you're going to hear it. You're going to hear it. Like, here's yeah. some money, but here's, like, some consejos along yeah. with it. Oh, most yeah, you know dude. I mean? most yeah. yeah, so, you know. Yeah. That's cool, man. And that's a grandpa on your mom's or dad's side? That's my dad's. Like, your dad's side, yeah. okay. Yeah, so actually, like, my parents passed away when I was young, so that's why, like, I didn't finish uh, high school here. Okay. So my mom passed away my senior year, so then we went, and, like, me and my siblings went and, like, Moving my uncle and stuff. Yeah, man. And then I came back. Sorry about that, bro. Oh, yeah, it's all right. And, like, did it happen together? They passed together? No. So my dad died when I was 12. My mom died when I was 17. So, like, five years later. Oh, man, that is tough. That age, too. Like, yeah, yeah, dude, fucking. Yeah. That's crazy. I have a a homeboy that he's, because I have another podcast, and um, the homeboy, Matt, he's jumped on, like, a few times, like, like a frequent guest, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when we were in high school, his mom passed, and, mm-hmm. and it was pretty tough because his parents were separated, mm-hmm. and he lived with his mom. And um, so when his mom passed, like he's he stayed with the house, and his dad would just occasionally go and you know clean up and just yeah. you know check in and stuff. But you know, when once like you know everything was like he was okay, like we were 
partying there all the time bro. Yeah. Like, we were, like it was like we had a band a party together. House, right? yeah, yeah man like we yeah. would practice there we recorded <laughs> uh we had like an lp that we mm-hmm. recorded we we're like we had this little punk band called blunt we recorded it there on like a little eight track recorder type yeah. shit like it was cool so it's like you know the whole situation sucks but it worked out in the end you know I mean, he's, he's told me, you know, like little yeah. stories, like how, like he kind of left her room untouched. And then like yeah. when he had to sell the house uh, and when he was moving out, he said that uh, he, he found like, you know, some cash mm-hmm. that she had just like stashed away. And uh, he, he, he thought of it like he saw it as like a, like a going away present from his mom like you yeah know? yeah so um that that's, yeah, that's crazy cool, man. man yeah, yeah that's, that, cool. that's that's tough that you had to go through that bro like oh yeah i mean everyone has a story you know what i mean yeah. at the end of the day everyone's parents are going to pass away at some point so yeah. it's like you got it over with young you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like got that one out of the way yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah man, good I, thing I wasn't an adult because then I would have had to pay for it, you know? <laughs> Dude, that's funny because, like, I've said that because, like, lately, like, a lot of people that, like, I know and, like, friends of my parents have been passing, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, like a lot of people. Yeah. And, um, you know, so death has been coming up a lot lately. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, we started talking about, like, hey, man, do you have life insurance? Like, no, I don't have life insurance. And it's like, well, you should because when you die... Like, you know, you're going to fuck over your family because yeah. like, you got to they, they got to pay to bury you and all this mm-hmm. kind of shit, man. And and like that's like adult kind of shit that you like come into adulthood, not really thinking yeah, about it man. or not learning about it. Like I've, I've never learned about that. Like my my elders, like my parents ha- haven't sat down with me and told me like, hey. This is what life insurance is. You know, hey, you when know you're what? This like, age. don't you die. have kids yeah. now? Yeah. So you got to go and do this and this. Like, I'm still. I, I like. I. I've never had life insurance. Yeah, so. I don't think my grandparents have life insurance, but like, I know, like, they've already said, like, they have their already, like, their plots, like, picked out. It's oh, paid for. for. Sure. My, they have my like, everything already. Like, like my grandparents they already have like, like everything that. paid for yeah. for like when they. You know what I mean? Yeah, when my, that happens, my but, grandparents were like that. So yeah, my no one had to worry about anything and. My my uncle was super prepared. No, I'm gonna leave bro. everyone in dead, dog. Yeah, me too, man. <laughs> everyone in dead. My okay. my dad told me that my mom has a has a life insurance on. Like, well, that's kind of fucked up, but it's like no, that's good, man. Because on top of all the actual debt I have, like at least they'll have that taken care of. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like my my uncle who passed away a few years ago this guy had everything paid off already like mm-hmm. even the after party you know what i mean <laughs> like was, everything was the paid bottles off lined all the up and all yeah <laughs> like everything was like oh like he was ready and i'm just like that's when i really started thinking about it i'm like damn man especially because i was still drinking and like you know doing shit yeah. in those days and i would go hard bro so like i was either gonna <laughs> hurt somebody or hurt myself and i i would really think about it like man like I need to get life insurance or, or just like calm down or one of the two or both because like you're going to piss off your family when you die. Yeah. Like this, why didn't you stay alive? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm going to take out a couple credit cards before I go, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you're not a kid anymore, dude, when you start thinking about dying. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> for dude, I have to pay for a funeral. No, like, like, dude, dude, I, I wasn't thinking about this at 21. Dude, you know? I'll, yeah, I'll real, fucking bro. have a sesh. I'll get stoned. I'll be thinking about crazy shit just there chilling. 
in the couch. <laughs> I just be, my head's over here, like, dude, what if you fucking die like tomorrow, what bro? If you like, die right now. Like, oh, on the couch. Yeah, like, I've had that like that thought in the car. I was like, dude, dude what if I die like, right now? What if some asshole I mean, driver just comes and like? I definitely yeah. have thought of that before, bro. It's just, and I and I've been like in in fucking like pretty brutal accidents, bro, before, and I'm just like, damn, bro, like that's crazy. And I've been in. A brutal accident like with my whole family like my girl my two kids and shit like oh shit yeah, yeah dude i've it's fucking nuts bro how we were all good you know because that's yeah. it was pretty brutal bro and Man, i should I, just I, I straight I always up, like, think blacked of it, out dog like i've blacked out woken up like i don't know where the fuck i am and then i go outside the car's all crashed i'm like oh shit like, <laughs> what happened Man, that's bar, dude. thank god dude i've never been in a fucking like Yo. really bad accident like yeah, that dude. you know For not sure. a really bad been one in, like fender say. benders oh okay fender yeah, benders yeah. but were you like no eh, eh? no no nah. nah. All right. Yeah. No. All right. He's like, yeah. I was just in some a yeah. couple hit and nope. runs, nope. Yeah. Uh, a couple uh, hit and runs, and my, shit. Uh, my mom was actually killed by a drunk driver. Oh, so like, fuck, I like, man. Fuck, man, that sucks, man. Yeah, you have another beer, by the way. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, uh, nah, man. Hey, but you know what's you know what's cool is that like you I'll got a pretty solid sense of humor, bro. Like, and that I yeah, I love that shit. And dude, hell yeah, that, that, you have to. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially like. You know, you go through some dark shit. It's you know, it's like you know, you gotta laugh about it. You know, exactly, bro. Like I, you, you gotta can't just keep that shit built in. It, you know? Yeah, man, you you gotta win it. You mm-hmm. know, you can't let it beat you. You gotta beat yeah, it, man. Yeah, and for sure. Like you've worked with comedians, and so I'm pretty sure. Like, is that did did it rub off from them or like is it? No, like, I've always been you know, kind of like, like a dark, like, kind of like dark class, humor. No, Dude, like the, class clown. The, fir- the first time, dark, so the like, first time I met this guy. Zella's like, dude, my homie, I'm going to introduce you to my homie. He's cool as shit, bro. He's funny and stuff like that. And then I was like, I think you guys are going to go good together. And I think, like, when we first met each other, like, straight off, like, just joked around and shit. And we are both like, yeah. all right, man, this guy's fucking dope yeah, and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just like talking shit, you know what I mean, yeah. with my friends and, like, you know, just... Yeah, pretty sure yeah, we said we said like a couple gay jokes or something. Oh, for sure. And, and then we're like, yeah. all right, we're comfortable with yeah. each other. The, the only thing is that Andy's not really joking when he's yeah, doing gay dude. jokes. Oh, that's fine, dude. That's fine. Yeah. You've heard of bisexuals? <laughs> <laughs> he's trisexual, <laughs> pansexual, or whatever the fuck they call it. So I'll fuck anything, dog. <laughs> <laughs> fuck everything, everything sexual, dude. But dude, this guy's fucking deep into skateboarding, bro. Yeah, that's, that's cool, man. Yeah. How long have you been skating, dude? Uh, since I was like sixteen, I've had a board for like a lot, like since I was a kid. But like when I really like got into it, and like going to the skate park and like wanted to learn how to ride like a skateboard was like that's fire, probably like bro. sixteen, fifteen. You know what I mean? And you were into like the skate videos and shit, bro. Yeah, it wasn't until like my mom never took me to the skate park, or like she was always kind of like afraid of like you know me getting hurt or my brothers getting hurt. So like. It wasn't until I can drive myself to the park to where, like, I really started going, like, you know, all the time. That's fucking dope, bro. Yeah. I love skating. Do you still skate now? I still skate now, yeah. A lot less now, like, especially since I'm, like, always traveling or whatever. But, yeah, like, every, you know, couple weeks or, like, you know, once a month. But, like, I recently just ate it, like, fucking super gnarly. You ate your skateboard? No, (laughs) like, I ate the fucking cement, (sighs) dude. Like, I ate part of the bowl. (laughs) Oh, dude. It happens, bro. Yeah. Fucking happens. Yeah. There's some little, like, uh, if you you go to Olmito in the bowl, you know there's, like, some little circles in there where, like, they're just, like, there's, like, a little cutout. And I was hauling ass in the bowl. My wheel, like, kind of fell in that little hole and, like, it pitched me forward. Dude, I've... Yeah. Little ass rocks always have fucking been my oh uh, yeah, fucking death to me, bro. 
What's the uh, coolest trick that you that you've landed and that you can still do, even if they're two different ones? Oh, like I like. Let's just be clear. Like I suck at skateboarding. <laughs> same, I'm dude, not bro, good. Same. Dude. I am not good. But like the coolest thing, like I think I've ever done, like on a skateboard, like to this day, my friends like kind of still hit me up about it. Is like one time we were we were drunk in the Taco Bell drive-through, oh, yeah. and I dared my friend to go like. To, you know, on like the on the highway, there's like these banks that come down yeah, from the yeah, overpass. Yeah, yeah. I like dared my friends, like, dude, you can like you know drop in on on the top of that thing. He's like, I'm not gonna do it. You go do it. I was like, all right, sweet. So I literally jumped out of the driver's seat and went and like did it, and then I like, came back in the Taco Bell drive through. Man, that must have been cool, bro. Yeah, dude, we used to skate. <laughs> we used to skate cool. a place like that on um, in McAllen on Second mm-hmm. Street. It's that bridge that crosses from like one end to the other over the mm-hmm. expressway. Yeah. Well, we would skate that area and we would do that as well. We'd drop down and that motherfucking concrete mm-hmm. thing sliding down. And yeah. then there's like a, a little canal there that's all concrete. Yeah. And man, like, and most of us actually, if not. Like all of us sucked at skating, but we mm-hmm. were just ripping it all fucking day, dude. Like yeah, super man. fucking stone too, man. We, I mean, it was just an excuse to be out there. My favorite, like trying to you know land shit and just trying to like just get hurt. I guess like yeah. on some jackass type of shit, <laughs> yeah. bro. Like it was fun, man. Those yeah, I like skating transition, like little like little transition ramps. Like that's what I like skating. That's like my favorite, or like small spine ramps. Like the Elsa like has like a small spine, yeah. like. Ice skating stuff like dude, that. Dude, I love I love cruising, bro. Just fucking pushing, skating, bro. Just with a couple of bros, just fucking it's fucking life, bro. Sounds I love gay. that. Hey, <laughs> that's my favorite type of skateboarding. Sounds like a long boarding skateboarding. Yeah. 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 You do you guys long, you guys skateboard? <laughs> you guys skateboard. You guys skateboard? Stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't skateboard. Fuck the board. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't fuck boards. I just eat them. <laughs> I'm board sexual. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a an old school Santa Cruz, mm, and it's like uh, brand dude. new still, bro. Like yeah, I hardly ever fucking has that old school shape too, right? Yeah, <sighs> I put some like uh, it, it, it had like soft wheels, mm-hmm. so it was like more of a cruiser. Yeah, but I bought some smaller hard ones. So I hit up the skate park here in Alamo, mm-hmm. and I think it was last year, or no, I think it was when I got it. So probably like two years ago that I was trying to drop in. And, like, that was probably the coolest thing I've ever been able to do in my life. I never landed a kickflip. Mm-hmm. I can only ollie. Yeah. I can ollie off of stuff. Oh, hell yeah. And I can drop in, like, on mm-hmm. a quarter pipe and a half pipe and just ride that yeah. shit around. But that was back then. So mm-hmm. when I was trying to do it again, <laughs> it took, like, three, four tries, bro. And finally, man, like, I dropped yeah. in and got this rush. I was like, yeah. It's the best feeling. Yeah, dude, for but sure. When you so have to try scared, more than bro. Once like, I, I, I won't do it again unless I'm wearing a helmet or with yeah. people because <laughs> yeah. if I fuck up, I mean, no one's going to yeah. find me. I realized <laughs> I, was there, like, I was 30 and old when like this, when like I ate it recently, I was like, dude, what am I doing? man? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm literally like, I like my, like my body hurts right now. Like, why did I do this to myself? I fucking love it, dude. I can't stop. Yeah, but it's, still, it's, it's just it's like, fire, bro. but every, anytime you eat shit or you get hurt and like you're in your, you know, I guess like at this part, like in your late twenties or thirties or whatever, you're just like, oh, like yeah, you start questioning when you have a job and a family, like, I can't afford to get hurt and like, <laughs> like not work. You know what this? I mean? But like, like, what am I doing this to I myself? I fucking break know? my <laughs> arm or my leg. Like I'm out of some cash. I'm out of like, God damn it, yeah, bro. It's a fucking $2,000 hospital bill. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I got insurance now. So that's cool. <laughs> I got the, put that on my life insurance, please. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, so, so uh, are you married, man? You got a wife and uh, kids? Common law. Hey, common law. shout out to that. Yeah, we'll common be, law with uh with Zella Mata or what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, dude, almost. Yeah. You guys live together. Yeah, dude, yeah. They live together yeah, he, for a while. He birthed my child, dog. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, he looks like the he one came out one. of his people, dog. <laughs> nah, I was he filmed uh, the whole thing. Yeah, right. nah, I've been with my girl five years or going on five years this March. But uh, that's but yeah. cool, man. Where'd y'all meet? Uh, we met at a wedding. I was a groomsman hey. and she was a bridesmaid. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's fire. Yeah, dude. Oh yeah, that's yeah, like she, a, appro- she approached me actually. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah. Who wouldn't, yeah. bro? She locked man, in. Got that big dick energy, man. Yeah, yeah. 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 let's see it. Right. <laughs> You're the All catch, right. bro. You're the catch. You're the All fucking right. catch of the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's cool, man. That's cool, man. Five and y'all live together. So yeah. common law. Have yeah. you guys? How how long did it take before y'all moved in together? Uh, we moved. We moved in together a little bit while I was living in Beaumont at the time and working out there. Then kind of like the pandemic happened and then like kind of like some other like things happened then. And then I was like, yeah, let's just move back down. And that's when we moved into the house that you. Oh, okay. So I would say probably since like 2020. Okay, cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe just before 2020. So you met her at a at a wedding. Is she from the valley, or you met her up in Beaumont? She's from San Benito, dude. Oh, yeah, y'all went to school old, together. Yeah, no. she's a year older than me. We went to school oh. together, but we never talked like in school or like cross paths or anything like that. We like oh, knew, crazy. we like knew of each other, but that was it. Yeah. No, like mutual friends or nothing. Well, obviously, right? If you all were at the same wedding. Yeah, yeah, some mutual friends, but like we never really like hung out with each other or anything. And like then you that. just like, guys yeah. hit it off at the wedding. Yeah, I think it was just like we hung out like maybe one time before that, like years before the wedding. Um, like we were like at like the same place, like the same like mutual Hell place yeah. or whatever. But that was it. Yeah, yeah. That's and then fire, we met bro. at the wedding, and she saw your boy. She's like, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta get him. Uh, Damn, I, I need that deal. Yeah. She's lucky because if I would have seen you first, bro, I know, dude. I know. <laughs> She wasn't the only bridesmaid either. No, no I'm just oh. <laughs> no, She's going to come back and ask me about it. Like, what the like, fuck? There was a groom- I'm just joking. There was a groomsman that was looking at me too. <laughs> That's cool, man. So fuck it. And you, you guys plan on having any kids? Because I, I have friends from high school um, that they don't have kids. And I have this one homeboy that's been with his chick since high school. And they have no kids. And they don't plan on ever having yeah. kids. Are you one of those kinds of people? Like... Uh, we didn't, uh, so we already have a kid. Uh, oh. We have a son that's like 18, 19 months. Uh, he was going to say 18, 19 years old. Yeah, Nah, he's like a year How long ago was this wedding, bro? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 1990. <laughs> uh, nah. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, he's like a year and a half. And uh, he was like, he wasn't planned or anything. It kind of just happened. We were actually drinking. And like she was like, dude, well, like my my boobs hurt. And then she's like, I want to take a pregnancy test. And she took one, and the first one was like, kind of like faulty. Like it was like defective. Like it didn't give like took definite another one. <laughs> yeah. So like, wait, I was this like, is a COVID. Test. I was actually <laughs> leaving on tour, dude. I was going like I was about to go out on the road that night. Like yeah. the next morning. So like what I would do is like if we had like a long bus ride, like we we're gonna be in a bus for an entire day. I would drink the night before and get on the bus drunk, so I just sleep. Yeah, like, for you sure. know the entire time. So uh, I was like, well, fuck it. When you take me to get on the bus, at, like we'll stop by Walmart. We'll buy some more tests. and We'll get, a, we'll get a plan B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll punch you in the stomach. <laughs> like, Here's a coat hanger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, 
But yeah, so we went to the the Walmart in Los Fresnos at like four in the morning, and like we both went in like the handicap restroom <laughs> or like the family restroom. She took it and she screamed when it came back. And I was like, fuck, dude, they're going to think I'm hitting you in here. Like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, Why are you screaming that? <laughs> shut up, woman. <laughs> yeah, but she took two and they both like instantly came back positive. Thank you. I remember my first beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, man. Nah, that, yeah, I remember so my first beer. So I'm assuming um, team pullout. What? Your team pull out or you or you wear condoms? Andy wears condoms like he's in middle school. Or right now, pull out, dude. <laughs> pull out. Dude, I got two kids. <laughs> I can't wear a condom, dude. It doesn't feel the same. It doesn't work the same. Oh, I thought like, you were going to say they don't fit. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's I see, wish, dog. dude. Nah, they fit too loose. Huh? Right? Condoms get me soft. I, I bought a, a Magnum and I was so disappointed. I was like, <laughs> no, I'm not there yet, Let me try this out. <laughs> you should take a blue chew and then try it, dude. Oh, hey. shit. You know what? I am down to try one of them or any male enhancement, whatever works. I've never, I've never tried, tried one. Yeah, I've never I was going to say, I've never either. tried it. I mean, I, I'm down, dog. You I'm tried, totally... No. I've never tried, like, uh, fucking Viagra. I mean, I, I put cock rings on, and that's cool, but, like, <laughs> nah, man, no... That's natural no, no fucking... That's, 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 that's Viagra, natural. Cialis, anything? Nah, dog. I'm not, I'm natural, not, too, apparently. I've never done it, either. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> You guys do Viagra? sponsor us. (laughs) We would definitely try it. And show it right here. (laughs) We'll show the before Blue Chew and the after Blue Chew. We'll get our shit taken down. And then we'll get get our girls to come on and and give their, you know. They're ready. Yeah. That was the best we've ever had. Blue Chew? Come on. <laughs> nah, dude. But you know what? Speaking of big dick, nah. <laughs> speaking, <laughs> speaking, speaking of, of big, big dicks, I've been thinking about this. Nah, nah dude. But like <laughs> uh, on that subject, like ever since I stopped drinking, yeah. Like I, I get you know pretty. Yeah. I, they're well, I'm, better. I'm pretty yeah. sure alcohol plays a part in some. Sometimes because sometimes. You you drink alcohol and y'all just be there fucking rock hard. Just you chilling. know how like yeah. everyone went through like a health craze during the pandemic. So like my health craze during the pandemic was I went vegan. So I went oh. ve- I went vegan for nine months, dude. What? And like it was really intense. vegan too. Intense. Oh, that's like cool. it was just like all the time, dude. Huh. I couldn't turn over in bed because I like I was like, oh, dude, like, I gotta. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, no, no, you you get like longer lasting ones and like even bigger, bro. Like yeah. it's almost like girthier, <laughs> even. Mm. Yeah, man. I, I've been I'll considering try we'll trying to vegan. like do vegan because mm-hmm. I have a cousin from Lubbock and he was telling me like, oh, I've gone vegan and mm-hmm. you should try it My out. My dick is like this. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have a cucumber that. now. Yeah. Like. I have a cucumber. <laughs> no, it works. It's, it's you like, are what it, you it, eat. It is a benefit yeah. of like doing it, but like I fucked up and I didn't do vegan the right way. I just ate beans and rice the entire time and like didn't eat like other like, <laughs> like, like vitamins and like you know like omega like you know other shit you're supposed to have. So like I'm I, just I, eating like, beans, dog. By, <laughs> by, by the end of the nine months, I was like, dude, I need like I feel like shit. <laughs> All like malnutrition. <laughs> they told me this was gonna make me feel good. <laughs> did you did you lose like some weight doing that? Oh shit hell too? yeah, dude! I like, you the weight just like fell off, dog. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was gnarly. That's cool. So rice and beans, like, that's like... And then I ballooned back up when I started eating meat. Yeah. And then it slowly was like, oh, yeah, steak here and there, or chicken or eggs. Like, I kind of, like, slowly introduced it back into my diet. Because, like, I think like you McDonald's can, like, shock like your body, food. right, by doing it, like... I don't know. I don't know, but I did it, like... <sighs> I know there's I a lot of... Went, I went, like, strict vegan to, like, vegetarian and then, like, slow, like, egg products and, like, 
Gary oh, and then fish. I've never then, I've never fucked around like that, bro. I've I've always been meat first, baby. <laughs> nah, I've, meat first in the butt. <laughs> yeah, I've never I've never like tried. I guess one of those like clean packs. Andy, Andy don't even eat vegetables, yeah. dog. Like uh, I eat I eat some, but I'm telling you, ever since COVID, he he puts mayonnaise on no every lettuce. Bucket. I can't have lettuce. I've always done like like random shit like that. Like I stopped drinking for like a year, like nine months, or like I went vegan for nine. Like I didn't drink during that whole time again, nice. or like. Um, I've like I smoke cigarettes, but like I've gone through where like I stop and like or, like I'll pick it back up and then I stop. Like right now, I don't smoke any cigarettes, but like always in like it's been a while for me. Dude. I, I like I cigarettes, even though I like them too. I like them too. Yeah, like I I haven't I haven't bought a pack in a long time, and I think the last time I had a cigarette was like in September. Yeah, um, I have a pack at home, but it's been there for a while. Like every once in a while, like I'll, I'll smoke a cigarette because I just get the hankering for one. Yeah, like, man, especially when it's cold. Like, yeah, that, like lately I've been yeah. getting the cravings because I stand outside with a coffee and a, a coffee yeah. and a cig yeah. was in the morning, was man. my move yeah, back morning. in the day for sure. That's fire. And what what kind of cigarettes do you do you smoke? You do menthol or you do? Nah, I would do Marble Twenty Sevens. Is that like the gold pack? Oh, no, that's like the brownish. Yeah, the brownish, the brownish, brownish ones, copper, so. copper. Yeah, 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 the copper one. Yeah, yeah that's no, the last one that I had. That's what my homeboy smokes. So I did. I did. Those were good. I remember those. Yeah, I remember. They're those. like really small. No, they're regular size. They're like the fifties. They're not the hundreds, but they're like the regular. Oh, okay. like, you know what I mean? Um, but then. Recently, I've been buying like the camel, like Turkish blends, like just some just Turkish blends. I was a camel yeah. guy for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's I dressed I up as right the now. motherfucker for Halloween one year. Yeah, <laughs> home I got a pack of the the Turkish blends, the blue ones. But like I said, they've been there for a couple months. Did you ever try uh, the American Spirit ones? I was on the yellow box for a while. The yellow ones were good, but they, dude. they hurt my throat. That was the only cigarette that I had. Like, dude, this kind of hurts my throat. Like, really? Yeah, them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. My, Those my, my spirits, intro. Bro. My intro to cigarettes was marble reds, dude, and they burn longer too. Yeah, those American Spirits. Uh, reds, it's not. I've smoked reds before, like obviously, but like that. Yeah, the, yeah, the that smell. Was, like I love the smell of like my the marble intro, reds. Like smells my like intro Lucas. was the uh, the special blend, like the marble light special blend. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was like the first cigarette that like I really like. But like I've always hated marble lights. Marble lights give me headaches. Like I hate my grandpa smokes marble lights. I can't stand them. I was never too much of a marble. Just when I started, because my homie, uh, he started smoking marble reds and. Well, I would hang out with him, so I started smoking Marble Reds. But after that, bro, I was like, I was like a camel guy for a long time, and then yeah. I got like stuck on Newports for a while. Mm. For a long time, I was yeah. a Newport person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I went through that menthol phase too. Every once in a while, I try to bum a cigarette from someone, like if I don't have one, and they try to like deter me by like it's a menthol. I'm like, dude, I don't care. Dude, <laughs> the beggars can't be choosers, dog. Yeah. I'll smoke anything I'll take right one. now, dog. Hell yeah, <laughs> for sure. Fuck man! Yeah, they try to determine. Oh, it's it's a menthol Newport man. Like that's my shit. Yeah, that's, that's my shit. shit. Turn off for me is like, oh, it's a Camel Crush. Like, <laughs> I don't like Camel Crush. I don't dude. crush them. I just smoke them like that. Exactly. Yeah. I do the I'll same. Crush yeah. like, I'll crush them. I have a like. There, there was this guy I used to kick it with back in the day, and that's all he would smoke was yeah, Camel Crush. I get those a lot in like would, high school, and yeah. he would crush them, and I'm like. Just buy a fucking pack of menthols, dude. Like you, you don't even <laughs> wait a while to crush it. Yeah, you just, you just do it right. We're talking, about, we're talking about high school, like earlier in the conversation. Like I remember, I was still part of like the age group or like the generation you can buy cigarettes at eighteen. So I was in high school, like already like smoking cigarettes, like when I was a senior, because I could buy them already, you know, or like black and milds or whatever. Now kids have to wait till they're twenty one. 
That's crazy, man. Yeah, dude. So like my, my younger to siblings couldn't. Yeah, dude. So my younger siblings can't like they, no they couldn't shit. buy. Like, I mean, shit. I was smoking tobacco. cigarettes in fucking ninth grade, bro. Dude, or something, I was smoking pop yeah, amounts yeah, like ninth yeah, grade. Dude, ninth grade. Like, it was like and shit, homies like, had older brothers who yeah, would buy. You know, like they same, would just be dude. like, "Oh, here you go." Shit yeah. Like that, so. Just like beer. Yeah, just like beer. Yeah, shit. Well, oh, dude. Speaking of beer, when did you have your first beer? Do you know? Uh, the first beer I had, I was. So, like, the first memory of ever, like, taking a sip of a beer, I was, like, a kid. Oh, yeah, dad, yeah, like, for sure. Back in the me, day, like, I have a picture beer, where yeah. I have, like, an old Budweiser can, and I'm, yeah. like, this and shit when I was a little kid and stuff. Yeah, but, like, the first time I ever, like, snuck a beer and, like, drank it, I was probably, like, in seventh grade. Me and, like, my friend Mark at the time, who, like, stayed over, <laughs> we, like, drank one of my mom's beers. Oh, and, like, that's we, shit. We that's split funny. it. What, kinda, what kind of beer was it? I think at that time, it was probably, like, a Michelob Ultra or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first beer I, like, snuck and, like, drank. And then from there, it was just, like, Bud Light or, like, Miller Light or whatever. Like, I started drinking young, like, in high school. Yeah. And, like, towards, like, my later years of high school, like, my mom would actually, like, buy me and my friend's beer. But, like, she would let us stay there. She's like, as long as you guys are going to yeah, stay here, sure. you know, I, uh, be I, safe or whatever. That's like, how. That's I knew some, yeah, some, friend, beer, some yeah. friends' parents like that, for sure, were like Yeah, that. so, like, we would always, like, drink at my house and stuff like that. Yeah, I, when I when I graduated, I had a graduation party and got fucked up, mm-hmm. bro. Like I didn't even want one, but like yeah. my parents like agreed to let me drink and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And uh, the homeboy slugs and Matt were there, and they were like we were bandmates at the time, so we got fucking drunk, dude, like real drunk. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you know the arrangement was like they they couldn't leave; they had to sleep over. And like we fucked, no. Uh, <laughs> but like the we next got so day, drunk. <laughs> uh, the, the next day, um, we were all hung over as shit. And my homeboy slugs was outside of my parents' house, and he was like puking his life out. And he he always tells me the story. He's like, dude, I'll never forget, man. He's like, your dad's a real one, man. Like he. He's like, I think your parents were leaving to go get breakfast, and they saw me throwing up, and they came back with like Topo Chico and like yeah. like bringing them back to life. Like, he's like, I'll never forget that man. And then, <laughs> like, that's cool, dude. So like, my parents were those parents. Like, yeah. even like when it came to smoking like mm-hmm. pot, like they knew I did it, and kind of just like, oh no, my mom was very against pot. Oh, oh yeah. I, yeah, I hit it. I got arrested when I was seventeen with one of my friends because. We were like obviously like really stoned and like driving or whatever. You know what I mean? I wasn't driving. I was in the real slow. Seat. Like yeah, <laughs> we're, no, we we're actually speeding. We we're going. We we we're going like two, like or like three over the speed limit. Like I think it was like thirty, and we're going like thirty three. Motherfuckers, bro! I hate pulled, that they shit. They pulled us over, dog, and we we're like seventeen. I hate age, that and shit. And they're like, oh, you guys, are you guys okay? Yeah. How, how much you get busted with? Huh? I don't know. We didn't have any. We we smoked it all, dog. Oh, so, so you we just, just got like a pi. Yeah, and like paraphernalia and like stuff like mm. that. Yeah, yeah. I spent the, the night in like fucking San Benito City Joe at like seventeen. <laughs> Dude, Alamo yeah. has uh, well, it's gone through two PDs, and I've got to sleep in both. Yeah. <laughs> the one from the early one yeah. back in the day um, that my you dad carved your name out to. and like in the cell or whatever because like nah, I know dude, I there like was like different names off. carved down. I was like, "Well, fuck it, I'm here." I was like, "Put my name up on the wall." You know what I what mean? What do you carve? Because that yeah. that kind of enamel type paint is tough to like. It, like in Samuel, it was like cinder blocks. You know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. So they kind of just that sounds kinda, nasty. So it kind of just like it was like cinder blocks with like paint. You know, like it was like a cinder block wall or whatever. Like, but the paint it's wall. like enamel, isn't it? Like it's like a thick. I don't of. know. I don't know. I just kind of just like use my nail and then like or like got like a chip of like the wall or something. And just kind of just like use that. You know. 
Damn. Yeah, I've always wondered what people use because I had to do weekends when, Mm -hmm. uh, like, a few months ago, I was doing weekends in county. Yeah. And I would see people writing and shit. Like, I would see their writing. I wouldn't see people actually doing, but I would think, how the fuck are they using? Like, you know, like, (laughs) in the holding cells, I'm like, there's nothing in here. Like, they take everything away. Like, there's nothing you can use. But, yeah, man, that shit was crazy, dude. Like, I, I always wanted to write my name, but I'm like, I don't even have nails, dog. Like, yeah. yeah. Now I buy my nails, dude. I'm, it's a really bad habit, but I couldn't do it oh, now. But like, dude, I've been doing that shit for years, bro. No, I, I clip mine, you fucking heathens. Dude, I fucking swallow it, too. Whoa. <laughs> just swallow nails, bro. No, I don't swallow I spit that my, shit my, my One of my friend's dads was like, dude, he's like, you wipe, you wipe your ass with that hand. And I'm just like. Hasn't stopped me yet, bro. I, still <laughs> I eat ass too, dog. Yeah, yeah. Point. It's like, yeah. Shit, happily. Yeah. <laughs> I eat shit, literally. Dude, dude but uh, <laughs> going back to your audio adventure. I don't know. Yeah, that was quite a tangent, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, when did you get like hired for your first gig like to travel and shit, dude? Uh, that... That wasn't until, like, 2021 to where, like, I started touring and, like, traveling. That was, like, post-pandemic. Uh, like, did you just, like, apply for an opening for, like, a job and it was Yeah, that, so, that, like, like, I, that. um, yeah. So, I guess just to backtrack a little bit. So, like, I went to Nashville, did the whole thing. I came back to the Valley, actually met up with some people and had a studio, like, here in the Valley. You know what I mean? With, like, a room. Like, I had a space and everything, dude. And then... It was with like I was kind of like affiliated with some people, and then that kind of like went south, and like you, and you know were just I mean? recording like people. I was recording people. It was it was like a studio, you know what I mean? We were trying to promote it or whatever, build it up. It was like attached to like a little like label at the time or like group or whatever, and then things went sour or like sideways with that whole like um, situation with whatever it was. So then at that point, I was like, well. I really want to make something happen and it's probably not going to be here. So at that point in January of 2017, um, I moved to back to Houston. So I moved to Houston. H-10. Yeah. And then I was, uh, I lived in Houston for a little while. Yeah. So I was actually working for Lowe's. I started working at Lowe's and Harlingen again. Dude, probably then, around that time. Were you in 2017? Yeah. So January of 2017, I, so I was in a turn, I turned 23 in December and I was like, so this is my journey year. I have to make something happen. So I moved to Houston to like with the intention of like making something happen and like figuring something out. You know what I mean? You said your birthday is in September? December. Oh, December. Yeah. Yeah. So I turned like 23 December hey, 2016. Last, hey, happy birthday, bro. Yeah, last thank month. you, bro. Yeah. 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 So like, um, yeah, I turned December, I turned 23 December 2016 and I was like, in January, I'm moving to Houston. I'm going to make something happen. Like, let's go. Let's do some yeah. shit. Yeah. So I was working for Lowe's here, transferred with Lowe's up there, opened up a new store in, like, Seeker Ranch. I was living in, like, uh, in like Third Ward or whatever. Like, I was running a room oh. in a house. And then I was just, like, working there. Got a part-time job at Guitar Center. So I was working full-time at Lowe's, hey, part-time at Guitar Center, like, trying to make connections, trying to make something happen. Living downtown, like, going out, going, like, you know, just trying to network and make stuff happen. Did you wear tall tees, dog? Huh? You didn't go through like the tall tees. You weren't wearing tall tees. <laughs> no, nah, 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 oh, man, no. Nah, it was that was in the early two thousands. So. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, dude. So I just like made something happen, and then like uh, uh, slowly like got a full time position at Guitar Center. So I quit Lowe's, worked full time at Guitar Center because I got commission and I got discounts. Fuck you know what yeah. I mean? fat discounts. So I just did Guitar Center full time, 
And so, like, you know how they say, like, when your life changes, you can kind of trace it back to one thing. You know what I mean? Like, for me, like, in terms of, like, my career, where I'm at now, I can trace it back to, like, one phone call at Guitar Center. So, like, basically nice. someone called Guitar Center and left the message for me. And they're like, uh, Danny, whatever. I was helping a customer at the time. And then another guy came, another associate came to me. He's like, hey, this guy, Danny, called asking for you. Here's his number. He said, call him back. And I was like, that's kind of weird. I don't know anyone named Danny. So I was like, called him back. I was like, hey, man, I just got a call. You're looking for me. What's up? He's like, yeah, man, I actually need to. Uh, we're doing a show. I'm in a band. We're doing a show. And Katie, later tonight, we need a sound guy. Are you available to do it? We'll pay you 200 bucks or something like that. And that was like a cold call that like, I was like, who is this guy or whatever? That's crazy. And I was just like, yeah, let me see if I can get off early and like send me all the info you got. Like, yeah, I'll be there. And then he was like, all right, sweet. And he emailed me and like their stage plot, their input list, everything. It was like legit. I was like, all right, sweet. And then um, got off early from Guitar Center and like went to the show, did the thing, helped them get in the room, did the show, helped them pack the trailer up and saw them out. They paid me cash. And then I did that one show with them. Did, did they tell you like how they came in contact, like how they know to call you? Well, they had a sound guy at the time, but their sound guy couldn't do that one show. So the guy, Danny, who called, he's like very kind of like in, I don't want, intuitive is not the word, but he's always trying, like finding solutions for things. So he was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to call all the local guitar centers and see if there's, if any, if there's a sound guy. So he called one night to a guitar center and another associate picked up named Kevin and Kevin told him like hey there's this guy that works here his name's Juan mm. he'll probably do it he works at this time that's Call fire back at this bro time. hell yeah so then like so he called back and then like left the message and I called him and then we set the whole thing up and so I did the show and that turned out to do he'd be like he was like so we play here a lot or like every like once a month or every like other month we play here could you just want to do all the gigs that we do here so I was like yeah send me the dates I'll give it to my boss at Guitar Center and make sure I'm available fine so one show turned to two turned to six or whatever come to find out like we become friends or whatever turns out he was a director of operations at an arena in beaumont and he was a bass player and the singer of the band and guitar player was the box office manager oh, at the time Damn. so then like I, i'm just doing the shows and working yeah. and like doing my thing and then randomly i'm at the house and i get a call he's like hey man i have this opportunity for you we need an event coordinator. Um, I think you'd be a really good fit. Like I'm encouraging you to apply and like submit your resume. So like I like barely had like a rough like thing on my resume. So like I sent it to him, he sent me like changes to make to it and I made it or whatever. And then he got me in at the arena and that was my first time like working at a venue. And it was like an arena. So like, you know, doing like big shows and like big events. and things Damn, like that. That's fire, bro. My, my, I have like, experience with with that shit because my my cousin was a a road manager for like the biggest like spanish label or whatever the fuck like for mexico and stuff Mm -hmm. and when he needed help he would uh send me on a bus to houston yeah and do the arena shows and stuff and and I i would just help him like pretty much i'd be uh driving the artists like if they need to go like uh, like a runner yeah 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 yeah. yeah. so for he's like hey what are you doing this weekend i got like 400 cash for you if you want to go with me to this weekend we're doing houston dallas and like fucking san antonio or something like that so 
I would like drive the the vans with with the like the sound guys and stuff crew, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and he would just hire me for for yeah. jobs like that because he was a an important person with you know with the road manager doing all the shit yeah. and everything like that. So I got to go backstage a lot to a lot of arenas, a lot of shows, yeah. a lot of, like venues and stuff, and like it was all Spanish, you know, music and stuff yeah. like that. So I would be out there, you know how I, I'm. Tatted, just chilling, fucking, and look like a stoner and shit like that. So I just be roaming around, like just fucking looking at everything with my all axis pass, and people would just be like, "Like who, f- who the fuck is this guy, yeah, bro?" You know, yeah. I'd be like, "Oh, um, I'm, I'm Lee, I'm like I'm Lee's cousin." And they're like, "Oh, okay, okay, what's up?" You know? But yeah, dude, my cousin did that for a, for a very long time. He's a sound engineer yeah, as yeah. well, and he's like a lead sound engineer for for arenas and stuff like that, and and. Um, that's what I saw a lot of this shit like backstage and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it, it's it's pretty crazy, dude. Like how the, it's a the big, people get there, yeah. they set up everything. Like it's a whole it's, it's a whole dance, crazy, it's bro. A whole dance. You have to fucking know what you're doing in order to plan something like that. But it's a whole it's a whole thing. It's a whole operation. But yeah, dude. So I worked at the arena from 2017 to 2020 through the pandemic, and then got furloughed because like there's obviously no events or anything like that happening at that time. Um, and no one really knew what was going to happen, you know what I mean? Or where the, I guess, where the world was going and what direction the world yeah, was going was crazy. at that point. You know what I'm saying? So that's when, like, we made, me and my girl made, made the decision to move back here, back down to the valley. And then in terms of touring, there's actually a production company in Los Fresnos called Firstborn Productions. They do a lot of the big, like, Latin tours and, like, big production stuff, um, arena tours and things like that. So then, like, I found out about them sent them my resume and honestly kind of just kept bugging them and calling them because i knew that i know they needed help so i kind of just kept on them until they're like yeah come by the shop at this day and then kind of just started working with them from there hell yeah yeah that's fucking dope dude mm-hmm. i um i dabbled a little bit with uh mix masters i don't know if you've ever heard of them but um they've done Pretty much all the events, like at Clayton's, a lot of the, like, raves, like, you okay. know, at uh, Pain Arena and, okay. like, at the Far Event Center and shit. At the so, island and uh, shit, too, right? Yeah, at Clayton's. Some, yeah. So, um, yeah, man, I, I, because I, I would DJ, mm-hmm. right? So, like, they would book me to, like, you know, open up for a bunch of people. Like, I got to, I got to, like, almost, like, at my peak of DJing career, like, I, I was... Like fucking, I, w- I was at the Taiga event, like you know, DJing like yeah. an opener for that, and uh, Paul Van Dyke, like mm-hmm. over here at the Ice House, like just a bunch of different venues, and and it was awesome, dude, to like see that the setting up, you know, mm-hmm. the sound test, seeing them like set up lights and all that shit, man. Yeah, like, people don't realize how much work goes into that, dude. Like for a show, dude. you know what I mean? Like a, a simple arena show, like. A lot of the times, depending on, like, how big of a production it is, I mean, you're loading in at, like, 8 a.m. Yeah. You know, you're walking yeah. and chalking at 7, and you're dumping trailers at 8, and then you're making, you know, from there, you're making shit happen because you got a schedule you got to keep, you know, for doors. and you got everything deadlines, has, man. Everything. There's a timeline to everything. Everything has a time. You got to be done with everything at a certain time. Oh, timeline yeah. isn't always perfect. You know, you always run into problems or situations or whatever that you got to deal with. But, yeah, man, you just, at the end of the day, you got to make the show happen, you know? Who was, like, probably, like, one of the most difficult artists that you've ever had to, like, do any kind of work for, like, production for, like, that they were just so, like, 
nitpicking everything like no that's not good enough or no adjust this like or changing their minds last minute type um fortunately for me i haven't had to deal with anything like that yet like i don't have a story like that yeah, that's where I've been. I've met like an artist, like, like a, like a smooth dude. sailing type shit. Yeah, that's for the cool. most part. Like I have witnessed things like on the other, like from other artists that I've seen and like been around. But like as in terms of like any artist that I've like worked with or whatever, for the most part, they've always been like super cool and stuff. So I don't have like any like sort of story like that. That's good. Um, and, and that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> like when you started doing that and stuff and like how, how does like comedians come into it? Like you're doing like bands and stuff, but then... Yeah, so like I was with. Um, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna set this you can get the other one if. if pass me uh, uh, it right now. Pass me the topo. Um, so I was touring with Firstborn, and they do like a lot of the big like Latin Rats. tours. So with Firstborn, I was with like Banda Mese <coughs> for like an entire yeah. year. So I toured Banda Mese for an entire year, like doing like uh, systems tech stuff. So basically, I was in charge of flying the line arrays, flying the speakers, getting the speakers up in the air, and pretty much in charge of the PA system. You know what I mean? Uh, the band's techs would come in. They set up all the mics or whatever. But, like, I would set the consoles up and have everything kind of already ready for them to do their job when they got there. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, later later in the day. Uh, but uh, my main job was to be in charge of, like, the PA, you know? Pass me your bottle opener. Oh, shit. Bam. So, yes. yeah. So, I was with, uh, I did, like, a bunch of Banda Mesa dates. Um, then I went on a Christian Odal tour. Then I was with Angel Aguilar. Yeah, dude, I, I I was doing a lot of stuff with like with uh, Pedro Fernandez. Yeah, I was doing a lot of stuff. I, I was the driver for mm-hmm. him. I took him to lunch. All that, you know. Yeah. I was doing all yeah. that extra, all yeah. that extra shit that my cousin would just hire me just to give me money, bro. Actually, yeah. he's like, "Oh, who can I get to help me out for cheaper?" You know, than yeah. someone, and you'd always call me, and yeah. I'd always be there. I'm like. Send me the ticket, dog. I'll be there. (laughs) But it's crazy. It's crazy to, like, go on tour with, like, a band like that or, like, a Mexican artist. You know what I mean? And, like, go in, like, certain arenas or, like, venues that you've always, like, dreamed of being in. You know, like, doing, like, Madison Square Garden. That's pretty wild, You know what I mean? It's like, okay, not only am I here, but I'm here with a bunch of other Mexicans. You know what (laughs) I mean? Which is is pretty fucking cool. You know what I mean? Or doing Staples Center with Banda Mesa and then, like, Snoop Dogg's coming out and, like, doing, like, He's DJing open, and then yeah. he's like coming out during their set and doing like a song or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that's cool. Or like uh, doing Coachella with Banda Mesa. You know what I mean? It was like was like super cool. That was a super like uh, like unique experience. You know what I mean? That's awesome, dude. That's yeah. cool, man. You've because like done. without, I mean, pro- like big chance that probably without that those gigs that job like. Who knows, like, how long it would take for you to, like, go to a venue like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. That's super cool, man. Yeah, man. So, like, so, yeah, so I was with them, for, you know, with, with uh, Firstborn for a long time. Or for, like, no, honestly, the last day I worked for him or for Mike or for Firstborn was the day my son was born. So, mm-hmm. like, actually, like, at that time, I was already talking to um, the city of McAllen because I actually worked at the... Um, the McAllen Convention Center for like a few weeks. Mm-hmm. So like I was at, um, so I was already in communication with them, did the interview, did all that stuff because my son was going to be born. I didn't want to like travel as much or whatever. I wanted kind of like to stay more, you know, stay put more or whatever. So I, uh, uh, we, I was in the middle of a sound check. We we're doing a reggaeton fest at the Brownsville Sports Park. Hell yeah. And we were in the middle of a sound check and I got the call that my girl was having the baby. So like I rushed to the hospital. Like we got there at the same time. Like, she had a C-section, so I was there for everything. So everything it was it was badass. 
And then, um, yeah, never went back. I had the job at the McAllen Convention Center waiting for me, did that. On my first week at the McAllen Convention Center, I got a call or lined up a job at the American Bank Center in Corpus yeah, for like Corpus. more money and like, you know, higher position. So I went to Corpus and I was at the American Bank Center as a senior event manager. You were um, going back and forth from here or you? No, moved? we moved to Corpus moved. and I did that for like, um, for like almost a year. And then I li- uh, lined up the job where I'm at now. And now I'm like back on the road and traveling and stuff like that. And it's just uh, like different artists, different, like what you do now is just like now, different entertainers type. Of now, shit. no, now I'm like assigned to a, to a tour. So like, I'm. Um, um, I've been with John Chris for like all of last year. So like pretty much all of 2023, I was uh, touring with him, uh, doing his tour earlier this year. So we're going, we start January 18th and we're going all the way through June. So June 16th. Nice. Damn. Yeah. And it's just different venues. Different all over the country. We do one show in Canada, which is uh, uh, Toronto. That's fire, bro. Yeah. Dude, that's fucking crazy, bro. Like, yeah. getting to travel like that, like, mm-hmm. and then getting paid on top of all that shit. Yeah, like, and then I do one-offs, too. Like, they'll they'll assign me, like, one-off shows for, like, other artists or other comedians or whatever, so I'll do those. And, yeah, but for right now, my, my main gig is, like, that tour, and I'm basically just taking care of that tour and advancing the shows and making them happen. Hell yeah, bro. That's fucking sick, dude. I yeah, got to see awesome. uh, Felipe Esparza, bro. Uh, he's funny, dude. He's hilarious, man. Yeah, dude. He's hilarious. I had seen his uh, Netflix special, and I was like, damn, man, I hope this guy, I hope he comes down at some point. And mm-hmm. he, when he came to the island, man, I got to go see yeah. him. It was, it was fucking He's been cool, at the, he's at the pack and McAllen a few times. He's been there. Yeah, actually. man. I was like, damn, like this. He, like, there hadn't been a funny Hispanic comic like him. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least in my opinion, since, like, George Lopez. Like, when George Lopez came out, I was, like, every, like you know, he yeah. was it, dude. Like, yeah. yeah. And just, you know, when this dude came out, I was like, damn, man, it's been a while, man, like, that we've had, like, Raza come out. And I remember be, being like, a kid and, like, the whole family would sit in the living room and, like, watch a George Lopez special, you know? Yeah, yeah dude. Like, I remember that. It was so funny, bro. Yeah. And then we Those early caught, like, specials. The, the beginning years of Fluffy, like, as a kid, were, like, okay, really, yeah. like, yeah. you know, as an early, like, teenager, you know what I mean? Or, I like, like comedy, late, bro. Like, I like, like comedy pre-teen, shows. Like, yeah. Fluffy was really funny, you know what I mean? I, I still remember, uh, it was a while back, but... But Mike Epps came down to Harlingen, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I fucking went to that. I vaguely remember that. And man, that shit was fucking awesome. Me and the, my my homie Eric, we fucking got like we we like spent extra money on like special dro that day and stuff <laughs> like that. We're like nah, we're going extra stuff. We're, we're not we're, we're not gonna get regular, bro. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna hit up the homie that has that extra stuff. We're gonna know Mexico shit, and bro. Yeah. We fucking smoked rich. all the way to like to the venue and there in the parking lot, and then we went in, man. And I that's one of the hardest times I've ever laughed, bro. Fucking yeah, dude. Mike Epps and his homies was that it came the down. Or was it the comedy? Dude, it was a mix of both, bro. That shit <laughs> yeah. was fucking that shit was awesome. Now bro. that uh I've been doing a lot more like comedy shows and like I've been on this comedy tour, it's like uh I I'm getting I'm gathering like how the that industry works. You know what I mean? It's and it's kinda cool, dude, like how that whole like how the whole system kinda works in comedy, like um, I didn't like I didn't at first I didn't know how to like read the room you know what I mean at first I'd be like oh dude that crowd was great and the comments were like nah that crowd wasn't really but then by the end of the tour I'd be like yeah that crowd was like <laughs> really mellow or whatever like because then you learn where the pops are supposed to be and where the laughs are supposed yeah. to go 
And then when they're not like lining up, you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, the crowd is kind of like, or like they're not, the get, they're not like you know getting I mean? it. Yeah. Or like not. sensitive type of crowds. And yeah, shit. crowd, or even like, you know, the, the comic might have messed up on a bit, or like his timing was kind of off, or whatever. So, like, you pick up on that, like, once you've done, like, you know what I mean? I think I did like almost like 90 shows with them like this year. So like after a while, you kind of like, you get it for sure. You know what I mean? What yeah. about, uh, I know there's a lot of like podcast touring now, dude. Do you ever get sent yeah, to any podcast Yeah, so tours? I did a few shows. I think I did like five, four or five shows with this podcast out of Mexico, dude. Oh, They're shit. really popular in Mexico and like in part, parts of the States, dude. It's called Leyendas Legendarias, mm-hmm. and they do like a, it's like a paranormal type of podcast. It's like oh, three dudes. Shit. So like they would like do like a local one wherever they're at and do like a local kind of like story or whatever, like, like local legend or whatever, like any, like any where they did like a show. That's dope, yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, I've been seeing a lot of, there's a, well now, you know, podcasts has been getting popular in at these, all these yeah. past couple of years. And um, there's a lot of people that go on tour, man, with their podcasts and shit. Yeah, it's dude. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only podcast I've done so far, but like. Yeah, it was pretty chill, dude. Yeah, it was it was funny. Yeah. Do you like uh do you like like comedy or, or music? Like like what do you like more like doing like I setting like, up and stuff? I like music cuz that's where I'm from, but I like I love comedy now. You know, the only thing it's like I like people will say that like it's oh doing a comedy show production-wise is a lot easier. And yes, it's true. There's not a lot. There's, there's not a well, lot yeah, of. Guess, yeah, there's not a lot, lot of production. Yeah, there's not a lot of production that goes into a comedy show. But the only thing is, like, for a comedy show, it's it's harder in a sense of like, anytime something does go wrong, it's that much more obvious. You know what I mean? Because it's just because like, it's just like a guy. Comedian, it's just know, a guy so. in a mic. You know like what I mean? You, where they say like you had that one job. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah, with yeah, a band, I mean? if something goes out, like everybody can. When keep there's going, a band, could have been an amp. Everyone keeps exactly. keep going yeah. and yeah. keep the show going. Yeah. And shit, when there's a whole band up there and, a, and, and one, one light and one like, light goes out, you know what I mean? It's not that big of a deal if one light goes out when there's I a whole have, band up there. But when there's one <laughs> guy on stage and one light goes out, everyone notices. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's have like, you ever had any like shit happen? Uh, thankfully, knock on wood, nothing with a mic yet. All like right. we've always had like a mic's never died on stage or anything. Like, not at least a mic that I've had in yeah. the comic. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? But um, but yeah, dude. Like on the road, you run into a number of issues, man, and a number of things that you don't think you would run into. But like obviously, like and at, for a show, anything can happen. You know what I mean? So you just got to be, you know, just able to put out fires. Yeah, I did for sure. I, I remember yeah. I would see my my cousin, man, my cousin, because he was like in charge of everything. Mm-hmm. Dude, he was fucking throughout the whole show. He's not enjoying shit. He's just like making sure everything's good, making, mm-hmm. going checking on everyone, checking on everyone. Mm-hmm. Be like, man, nothing for good, nothing for yeah. good. He's like yeah, fucking dude. stressing the yeah. whole show, bro. And then finally they say the goodbyes and everything. He's like, whoo. He's like, fuck yeah, bro. Like nothing went wrong. Like everything was yeah. good. Like fuck yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. That shit was fucking dope, man. I I, I miss I miss yeah. him hitting me up for for. I mean, he he moved on to bigger things now and stuff. But um, that was a cool time in my life of going to go yeah, do dude. that shit. We had a we had a dude at one show. I don't remember where we were at, but we had a a, a patron like passed out in the middle of like the aisle, like oh, in, in the shit. room. So like everyone was like kind of, and the 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 comic at the time was like they didn't know what was going on. Yeah. So he started roasting the crowd, you know. <laughs> what I mean? But then like slowly realized like oh no something else is happening. Yeah, yeah. So then like he walked off stage and like I was there like had to get the EMT to the guy and like make sure everything was fine and then we continued with the show once he was out of the room and like situated and stuff he laughed too hard yeah. <laughs> no nah, that's awesome bro everything 
you're doing, man, is fucking awesome, bro. Like for sure. Yeah, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying, dude. Like you know. Nah, you're doing more than trying, bro. That's you got a legit job. You're you're doing big shit, bro. Like compared to a lot of motherfuckers, man. You're fucking doing shit, bro. It's fucking yeah, dope, man. man. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. But yeah, dude, it was just, you know, I guess a lot of it, I think, is luck. But then it's like setting myself up to, yeah, to, dude, to for be sure. lucky. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean like, it, making dude, sure, it, like, it happens with yeah. the... You gotta make the moves. Bro. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's what the I've way never you're been moving, afraid of. Yeah, I've never been you. afraid to, like, make a move or, like, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, and, so. and it's all about sacrifice, bro. Because, yeah. like, you're you're in a relationship, and and you you gotta, know, now you've you got a kid. A you know, how so is like, that? How how's the 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 leaving and then coming back and leaving? And it's coming tough, back? dude. I it's bet, tough. Bro. It's really hard. Like, especially now, because like every like they they grow so much at this yeah, age, yeah, really yeah, quick. Sure, you know what sure. I mean? So it's like like every time I get back, like he's like a little bit bigger, and like you kind of notice it. It's like oh, fuck, I wasn't here for that, or you know, or like little like milestones happen. Thankfully, like I was there for his first steps. You know, first word, Hell birth, yeah, you know, things, you know, things like that. But like, you know, there's other little milestones I wish I could be there for. And, you know, even in like all my relationship personally with like my, you know, with my partner, it's kind of tough, you know what I mean? But it's, you know, cause I'm not, I'm not like sleeping a lot when I'm out on the road. So when I come back, like a lot of you it is like rest catching stuff, up on yeah, rest, rest and things like that. So it's like, you know, some of that too. It's like, cause I got to like drive myself to every show after you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, I'm driving anywhere from like three to four hours every night after the show and then like back at the venue at like 8 a.m. or whatever. So like I'm only sleeping like, you know, nine hours, 10 hours, maybe through like an entire like, you know, three day, four day weekend sometimes. So. Hey, but you're doing the damn thing, bro. Hell yeah. Making it work, man. Making these awesome. shows happen. Yeah, dude. That's fucking awesome. And mm-hmm. do you uh, like you plan to keep this going and, and maybe you plan on getting like something bigger or some shit yeah yeah uh eventually grow i think I, um i want to tour manage at some point like that's nice. definitely like i feel like one of the next steps for me is like get into like tour managing you know what i mean like i'm kind of already doing it for myself you know what i mean it's kind of a, like the next step up you know in my opinion like in terms of like the industry but um but right now i'm gonna keep this going what i'm doing right yeah, now dude, the company sure. the company i work for is like is awesome and you're you gaining I mean? all that experience yeah. all that so whenever you make the next move it's yeah. gonna be like easy for you bro yeah like, i don't have no plans of leaving anytime soon like where i'm at but like yeah. in terms of like you know what the next step is or like and can I you always go higher move. in the company that you are yeah i could go yeah. higher in the company but you know what i mean at the end of the day i like doing the shows and being on the show side you know the other step like to go higher is like to transition into like booking and oh, then okay, i'm more like okay. in the office i like I like the one thing why I went back to where I'm at and like traveling because I didn't like staying still. You know what I mean? I got used to always like being on the move and on the go. And I like that. You know, I don't oh, like yeah. being still or like in one place for too long. Yeah, dude. What you're doing is fucking awesome, man. Yeah. Stop shit, bro. Yeah, dude. It's fucking awesome. I'm yeah. glad you were able to come on and talk with us, bro, about this oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, dude. Glad to be here, dude. That's yeah, fucking thank awesome. You your, your story, bro. Your the moves you made and everything leading up to what you're doing now like all played a part bro and it's fucking awesome to see you it's awesome to know you and yeah man fucking dope shit yeah dude thank you for having me man (laughs) (laughs) dude we should throw on um we should throw on throw some d's on that bitch close it out close out the yeah yeah for sure man the camera stay recording the entire time yeah, oh, they're recording, bro. <laughs> I was hoping you forgot to push record, man. Uh, hey, maybe yeah, it's happened before. <laughs> we but we've done like half a podcast. We're like, 
I don't think that camera's recording, bro. <laughs> Do you have to are, then like start again? Or we've done top? shit where you don't you don't press record on the recorder and oh, we just fucking shit. did a whole podcast and it's fucking it's green. It's, it's recording. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> green. It's Dude, in the in the shit. beginning there was times that like well we were sharing a mic and recording on fucking Fruity Loops like yeah. straight to the laptop yeah. and the laptop would sleep and we'd only get like twenty minutes recorded. It's like fuck. Oh, we we really uh we really upped the game on ourselves, man. I'm pretty proud of that. So I know that podcast is any, but I think I'm gonna grab that other beer. Yeah, go stuff. for it, bro. For sure. We still chilling, man, and everything, man. You have the bottle opener? Yes, sir. Use my boho. Like remember you? Jokes, sad jokes and jokes. Yeah, dude. But fucking hey. Thanks for coming on, Broski. Thanks for telling us about pretty much like your story of how oh, yeah, you man. got to where you where you did, man. And um, yeah. It's a uh, dude. Pleasure talking to you, man. Awesome. Yeah, pleasure to be here, fellas. Yeah, yeah, for man. Sure, man. Be safe out on the road, dog. That's gonna be a long time, man. Yeah, man. So just be safe while you're yeah. out there, and don't forget the little people. Don't forget to <laughs> think know, about me when you're by yourself. And <laughs> right, I'm I always <laughs> think about you when I'm by myself. Oh shit! <laughs> I always think about purple villain, dog. Shit. Yeah. Damn, son. Where'd you find <laughs> this? <laughs> nah, yeah. Hey, but once again, thanks a lot, Juan Sevilla. You're going to see him as a tour manager soon. <laughs> ah, right? But, um, yeah, man. Fucking thanks a lot for coming on. Yeah, man. Thank you. To close out, we got some motherfucking throw some D's on that bitch. Take it back. Do you love me? Do you want me? Are you going to call And shout out to everyone watching. You know I want you, baby. Oof. <laughs> say that again? Ah, say that again? <laughs> Fuck a blue chew. I just need that sentence. <laughs> You can clip it. I gave you permission. You can clip it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it either way, baby. <laughs> yeah, shout out to everyone, man. <laughs> Sell it quick, fuck niggas wanna check shit tight, no slick. Just bought a Cadillac, took it to the top, top, got the damn oh, yeah. top, drop two color flip flops in the red lollipop. Toes in the parking lot, but I still got my Glock. New money, motherfucker, don't you see the big dot? Don't you see the big chain? Don't you see the big grills? Wonder who they hating on lately, baby? This hill, Penny Pike, got his skin seats, call me Dundee. Hoping you hood, I'm the one that you wanna be. Haters wish they. Cool, feel the wood in my 83 Ride with no tits so the motherfucker know it's me Rich boy, silly, quick, folk niggas wanna take shit tight No snake, just bought a Cadillac Just bought a Cadillac Just bought a Cadillac Rich boy, silly, quick, folk niggas wanna take shit tight No snake, just bought a Cadillac I never fall. A lot of hoes give me their numbers, but I never call. A real OG looking VIP and see a nigga ball. Then after we hit the club, baby, I'ma hit them draws. Yeah, I'ma break you off. And that's all. Every freak should have a picture of my dick. So low be the shits on four, be the click. Yeah, this for my dog. Yeah, gangsters, hustlers, wasters, busters. Wait a minute, motherfucker. Quick folk niggas wanna take shit tight, no snake, just bought a Cadillac. Just bought a Cadillac. Just bought a Cadillac. Rich boy, 
great folk, niggas wanna jake Shit tight, no snake, just bought a Cadillac Throw some D's on that bitch Just bought a Cadillac Throw some D's on that bitch Just bought a Cadillac on some new tit, thousand dollar wheels Kind of playing how I feel Touch a gator on the rear Got peanut butter, ice cream, Peter Pan seats Just got a fresh foot, now we looking for the freaks Take a bad yellow bitch, make a drop them dolls I'ma show you how to bow, middle finger to the law So fuck them niggas, what they wanna do? Hiding on the bread, cause my legs skate 22 When I pull up, I'ma walk right at the front Pauline in my club, got perks in my blood I'm a real pimp bitch, I ain't playing like a trick Just bought a new leg and put them thighs on that bitch Boy, silly, quick, folk, niggas wanna take shit tight No snake, just bought a Cadillac Throw some D's on that bitch Just bought a Cadillac Throw some D's on that bitch Just bought a Cadillac